Now we're live. Did you okay. said yes. You said yeah, sure. And then you said, "Well, hold on." But in that moment, I had gotten it in there. This uh, is like perhaps maybe not the fastest ever we've gotten in a call and started recording because I know that that honor was taken like a month ago or so because we got we we're like, "Hey, what's up, Woody?" All right, we're we're already starting. By the way, Taylor, and it was like, "All right, Jesus Christ!" But this is top three. This was yeah, real this top quick. three. Yeah, yeah. We right really got to go. It was, yeah, it was I, talking I, about hockey, and I I don't know why I thought it was so interesting, but I. Yeah, he just wanted to. I had mentioned the word hockey, and that's so rare. He just thought that he should get that on tape. But yeah, <laughs> I, I was reading a little bit about the Winter Classic, and I just don't know what it is. I saw a photo. I saw that they had assembled a hockey rink in the middle of of a baseball stadium, and it looked cold as fuck. It's about what, and then five read, years old. Would you say, Taylor? Yeah, it's about five years that they've been doing it, and they have a couple different names for them. Uh, they have like a Winter Classic every year. They have like a Heritage Classic that they do somewhere. Um, I don't know what what heritage they're celebrating the five year history of it. Who fucking knows? But <laughs> <laughs> but they uh, they usually just pick uh, the biggest rivalries or they trump up some rivalry to make money. Uh, but most of the time they're real they're, rivalries. They're so they have like Montreal and Boston. Too. Like they're I, what? Usually they're real popular teams. Like I don't I don't think that the Coyotes have been in them yet. Yeah no. So you're not gonna get like. Um, uh, Carolina Hurricanes, Nashville Predators showdown, you know, Battle of the South or whatever you'd want to call it. Like that's not going to happen. But so well, partially because right, both so, of so those I because I, I still don't quite understand this thing. So so is this a tournament or is this more of an exhibition game? No, this is a re- this counts as a regular season game. They just play oh. it in front of Bush. So they did it in Bush Stadium, which is where the Cardinals play in St. Louis. It was rainy out. Uh, in the first period, which they said sucked, but then the ice got better. One of the Blackhawks players from like Sweden was like talked shit on Carolina after the game. On Carolina in a game between the Blues and the Blackhawks. They're like, Jalmerson, how was the ice? And he's like, oh, it wasn't as bad as most of us thought. Uh, better than Carolina last week. <laughs> and then it was like, wow, you just lost a game and you're chirping Carolina. But <laughs> yeah, it, it was a good Fuck game to guy. watch. They were one and one to one most of the game in the last five minutes. Tarasenko scored twice. One of them it was accidental, where he like backed, like just threw the puck in front of the net, and it hit a Blackhawks player's skate who kicked it in. And then the other one was an incredible goal, like fifty or sixty seconds later. But yeah, that was a great game. I did not think we were gonna win. But of course man, not. You're, you never think you're gonna win. I never think we're gonna win. I but like it's it when Trump had Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, and you're like, ah, oh, he like, he'll still lose. Chiz. That's what that that was just him trolling Chiz. Like I was. Yeah. I don't think so. It was. I think that was him being a, a St. Louis fan. I think that he's just unaccustomed to the it, idea that sports, he might win. With uh, with sports, I'm absolutely like that to the point that I was at the I was at a game seven party with a bunch of friends. And the Blues were winning by, like, three goals going into the third or something. This was last year. I don't remember which series it was. But I had to be one of the first two. And I was the only person who was like, nope, nope, you guys are all all folly. You know, it will turn to ashes, ashes in your mouth. And then, like, I'm watching. Is it down to, like, two minutes, one minute? I mean, they're not going to score a goal every 18 seconds, are they? They, they couldn't. Good. They could. They're going to score once every 10 seconds. I mean, that's something the Blues would happen. But Is there any situation where like a, a fancy goal counts as two points? That's one of the interesting things in football no. that I like. <laughs> you know, like, like, like every, you know, you, you get there and you can, con- you can go for two. I love that. I wish more sports had that because 
it's it's this moment of uh, of like a bit of a mind game, a bit of trickery can be played there, and you don't see that as much. I like the sports with trick plays. I guess is what I'm saying. Does hockey have any trick plays? Oh yeah. Like, is there yeah, a hidden puck play, like, like where like the guy has the no, puck in his not no, hockey's like, trick plays the are, problem, I can't even think oh, of one. What trick play I, is there in hockey? I was thinking like just like... Like, when you like hit it forward where, off a face-off? Like, that's not It tricky. depends what you mean uh, by trick play. Okay, like so let me give you an example. Like, are we talking, like, little giants, like, uh, uh, yeah, or the annexation I, of Puerto Rico in, uh, in Mighty Ducks, or whatever yes, it was? all right, so yeah. in baseball, for example, the they'll play. do things like... Uh, I'm sure you've seen in baseball where, like, the pitcher is throwing to first base a couple of times repeatedly to keep the runner closer to the bag. They'll do this play where the first baseman catches the ball and then sticks it in his underarm and then goes through the motion of throwing it back to the pitcher, and the pitcher will go through the motion of catching it and turning oh. around and and and, no. and then the, the 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 runner steps off the bag of course because he's seen all those motions whether he like locked onto the ball or not and the guy just fucking tags him i've seen those yeah that you can nothing like that in hockey it's too fast okay. and like nobody's gonna hide the puck because like like if i'm out there with a bunch of nine-year-olds i can do like some loop-de-doo things with like where'd it go oh it's in my back pocket isn't it but if i'm playing against you know, some guy from Yaroslavl, Russia, who's been playing his entire life. I'm not going to be like, oh, where to go, Sergey? Hockey he just doesn't lend you. itself like, to that. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, no, that's it's, what it's, I'm saying. Like, like Taylor's saying, oh, the players are too good. But, dude, it happens in the NFL. It happens in the Major League Baseball. It doesn't happen in hockey. It doesn't happen in yeah, soccer. Yeah, it happens, it lend it happens Even in MMA. Even in it MMA, there's there's a couple of we call them dirty plays. You know, a trick play in baseball. Everybody's like, ha ha ha! Yeah, the guy got tagged on the butt with a leather uh, pouch. You know, it's no big deal. But in MMA, if you come out with touch gloves, but instead you like throw a Superman punch and deck the guy, like that's considered yeah, that's pretty not low a, that's class. Not a but it's still a trick. Oh, that's it's a trick a tr play. It's not a trick though. It's just it, you're blindsiding. Tell that to like, the guy knocked out. <laughs> you wouldn't go. I to me. You no, you wouldn't go you up to that person and say I. I yeah, tricked come on, you. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, yeah, actually, just... you would. You would say, I tricked you. Yeah, you. okay, fine. That's a, <laughs> trick, That's play. a trick play. I, I, I was wondering where Kyle most, was going because I couldn't think of any MMA trick plays. For the most plays, part, it seems like trick plays or in are MMA, relegated and I bet... to sports where they have breaks. Like baseball and football lend themselves to trick plays mm. because it's like it's a short amount of play time where there's lots of conniving that can happen, especially football, you would think, because it's just like a battlefield where you're just doing a new strategy against an opposing, you know, war force every time, basically. And that's, you know, it, football, like, watch the 2007, I think it's 2007 or 2008, um, Fiesta Bowl, Boise State versus whoever the fuck they played. I don't know, Oklahoma. And it's an they have so many trick plays in that game. Like, it, it's great. But, yeah, hockey, not as much. Like, you can call it trick. Like you can deke people and fancy full puck movement them out until they fall on themselves, but that's not a trick. Right? Just yeah, better. yeah. So just here's better another here's yeah. another way you could uh, have a bit of a trick play in MMA. I, I like this clip a lot. Oh, real quick, uh, uh, because we got to talking on the the Chiz thing. Yeah, the uh, the whole Trump was gonna lose after those three states came in was definitely yeah. a little bit of uh, really? a little bit of joking with Chiz because it was fun for me to watch Chiz having to type out over and over like nope, nope Trump <laughs> is gonna win this thing and I was just sitting at home like nah no fucking way zero percent and Chiz is like no dude you got to look at the writing on the wall there's no way he's not gonna win <laughs> he's having that meltdown in his brain he's that meme with the two red buttons do I. W must I be right and correct someone, or <laughs> do I have to like praise Trump? It's like ah, it was the worst, and I, I could totally funny. see him. I was like, oh. 
I started off that work. night very sure that Hillary was going <laughs> to win. And I was having fun at Jackie's consternation, right? Because she's like, oh, you know, the New York Times had this needle as like percent chance of who's going to oh, win. I loved that. And it starts off at like Hillary, 85% chance going to win, then 65 And then all of a sudden, 55% chance Trump will win. And I'm like, oh, isn't it cool? This little suspense Back tonight. When the young started <laughs> like you could tell they were all getting diarrheal. They were so nervous that like they, they needed to take a shit, you could tell. Like it was bad. <laughs> uh, there was news today in politics. The um the Ford thing. Like I, I Oh yeah, they're not making a factory in Mexico and they're making one in Michigan or yeah, I honestly don't know. Apparently what, from what I gather, I looked all over on different news sources on this. And uh from what I can gather, the actual truth is this. this They make small cars there. I can't even name them. The Cobalt, maybe? No, it's Ford. Whatever. The small Ford. Yeah, Focus and Escape, I think. Is that it? Okay. So they, they make smaller cars there, and there's been a smaller demand than they inspected. expected. So rather than build some mega plant in Mexico, they're just going to enhance their existing one. And it's $700 million in investment instead of $1.6 billion. So it's market forces that are driving it. But um, yeah, that's what Ford said. That's exactly market forces. Yeah. Yeah. But Trump is out there like, I did it again. 700 more jobs or something like that. <laughs> maybe, he's, maybe he's altering the market forces. Maybe Trump's rhetoric on, uh, on, on everything globally is shifting the markets around. I don't know. He's going to create an atmosphere in which things will happen. So Trump's I, making it so people don't want small cars. I think that's, that's the market force. Or maybe people are thinking that uh, that, that, that gasoline is going to be very cheap, and everybody's like, "I need a big honking SUV." It's it's fucking Hummer time again. Trump's in office. Let's watch this knockout. It's it's thirty okay. seconds. Right, it takes some real mental gymnastics to uh, to, to believe. Um, and if Trump anyone's capable of those mental gymnastics, it's Donald Trump. There's also uh, <laughs> not as many small cars are selling as they used to. Way more SUVs. Right, 100%. I think that's the actual market force that they're talking about. Yeah, that, that it's that it's cheap gas. Okay, um, I'm ready to play. You guys ready? I'm okay. good. One, yes, two. Well, let me get back to zero. One, two, this is three. Terrible play. quality. Remains around two. Mark Hamann gets you back. Oh! How did he no. bamboozle him there? So the guy tags him in the ribs with a very nasty body shot. I think he broke some ribs. And and the guy made it seem like he was hurt a lot worse than he was, and then immediately like pops up and just decks the guy with a, with, with a right. I, so I've watched this thing a hundred times. Um, that guy Scott Shields, he actually has a broken rib in this. He's not faking it. He's down there. He has one last gasp of like fight left in him. He throws this like overhand right. And then he grabs his rib cage again and like goes down in pain. The guy he had no more fight left. He was done. Yeah. He, he had one punch left in him. Uh, I guess you could call it a trick play because the guy thought he was really defenseless. But yeah, that, I guess you're right. He really is hurt. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, no, he he was super duper hurt. Yeah, and uh, the guy that got um, knocked out, they were friends. The guy that got knocked out, it like hurt his feelings. Like the loser of that fight, he, he was like, "Dude, like you faked it," and he's like, "No," and he had like X-rays to back it up and stuff. Like that yeah, guy was really hurt. Um, yeah, but I like the trick plays. I, I, they always interest me. I like to watch those montages of uh, NFL trick plays because I, I feel like those are the real thinking man's trick plays. Like there's a guy over there with a fucking chart, and he's like, "All right, boys, here's how it's gonna go down," <laughs> well, you know. Especially the plays where like the entire offensive line just stands straight up, and only two players are moving. You know, the quarterback and the one receiver who's actually going to catch it. And so the defense is like, 
really shocked and confused by that because it's always such a an intense thing when the ball gets snapped and all of a sudden the other side is standing ball. there. This is the wrong yeah, ball. Yeah, oh, they'll do. Wrong yeah, ball. I, yeah, the, the, the one the wrong the, ball. I love that. The QB snaps the ball. He goes, oh, wrong ball. And he starts like jogging toward the sideline, holding the ball like it's, you know, a, 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 like he's a Mexican, a server at a Mexican <laughs> restaurant, you know, just really nonchalantly. <laughs> and then once he gets down to the sideline, he just bolts it right up the side with the ball. Yeah, Usually, that's a good one. I've seen that. Out. Yeah. See, it's very difficult to do plays like that when you're playing against, like, competent and confident adults. Like, I can totally picture myself as an eighth grader. I I played football in middle school, and I could picture myself, like, as a linebacker and see some player do something like that and start walking over and be like, this is really sneaky. But I'm also 14, and so I'm not going to off chance assume that kid adjacent to me is sneaking by and go tackle him because it might start a riot with that pa- a couple of those parents who are way too into Or it could be very like, embarrassing, right? Like, yeah. like they blow the whistle. Uh, sorry, a bit of a delay of game here. Number 13, uh, Taylor decided <laughs> to tackle little Mikey Walliger, the MS survivor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get him carted off the wheel, off the field, boys. Dear God. Oh, and, and both teams are I, now. I didn't know. Taylor. I didn't know there could be an actual wrong ball. I'm just saying, it looked like a football. Come on. <laughs> this is unusual. His own team's kicking his ass as well. Yeah, yeah. everybody's getting in on this. Uh, I hated football for I playing it. Hmm. Did you play it? Yeah, for t- only in middle school for two years, and then I got like I was like, "Fuck this! I'm only doing hockey year round." And oh man, it's just. As soon like for me, like I would get like really amped up and then it would be over and you'd have to go back and do some other bullshit play. And a lot of the time what I didn't think about when I started football was not every play is coming to me. I don't get to do something every play, not even most plays. And so every once in a while it's like, oh, you know, you're playing wide receiver today, Taylor. Yeah, we're actually going to go for a pass. It's like, all right, cool. Fucking awesome. Yeah, this is the first time you've trying to throw to me all day because we're in middle school and I'm just basically running 30 yards every 20 seconds and then going, oh, too bad, you know. Oops! Like it, it sucked. Yeah, I, it sucked. I, I hated football. I played in like seventh grade or eighth grade or something like that, and and my coach was le- legitimately mentally retarded. He had been hit in the head with an aluminum baseball bat a few years prior, and apparently used to be a normal guy, but he was diminished in a way that like nobody but uh, the kids seemed to notice. Like 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 I remember thinking like. Yeah, Coach Oliver really ain't all there, is he? God damn. Like, I like, think like, coach is slow. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was. And I just remember being at a practice on a hot summer day, and my and, and I didn't know anything about anything, but I knew that my helmet was so goddamn height, uh, tight that the pain was just excruciating. And and I'm asking, like, is this a football thing? Like, should my skull just be, <laughs> like, constantly hurting so, so bad? And they're like, uh-huh, yeah, you get used to it. And it's just like, I never got used to it. Like it just I just remember this thing was just crushing my skull and causing these awful headaches. It was just the worst. Pain. If they didn't give you the right sized helmet and looking back, I, I got the excuse of, oh, you'll get used to it. But sincerely it was this dude doesn't fucking care and he doesn't want to hear it. Cause he is And he a, doesn't want to pay five thousand uh, dollars for that sure. custom helmet for Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They would have to retool the factory to get Taylor's helmet size. That's why that's why I <laughs> I'm a goalie in hockey. You know, they have the elastic thing on the back. I stretch. Like we can just bubble wrap that big head. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't. Damn. I've got two stories. It, it, I didn't play football because you know I didn't do puberty like other kids did. But um, 
this guy, his name is Brian. He absolutely carried our middle school football team. Our middle school football team was pretty good because we had one guy who was really good. And like in the last game of the season to win whatever middle school championship there would have been, Brian had to run the thing like eight yards for a touchdown. Like it was a reasonable play, something that he'd done a hundred times before. And he didn't do it. You know, he got to like the one yard line and they downed him and the team lost. It ruined him. Everyone blamed this guy for the football team's failure. He was the guy that didn't get into the end zone. Never mind the fact that the only reason they had gotten into the playoffs and that deep into the playoffs was because of Brian. The guy was an eighth grade superstar, but he didn't make the one play. Decided not to play in football, got wildly into drugs in high school, which in my head I imagine he wouldn't have done if he like had a sport that he cared about and a team that he was part of and such. Like that one fucking yard in middle school football, I think altered that guy's life forever. And Uh, we've all got those one yards, right? Like, 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 like like every effect moments. Yeah, man. There's, there's butterfly effect moments for everyone. And and like, of course we remember back on the, the, the big ones that meant a lot to us where we had to make the big decision. Like, am I going left or right down this, this, this path that's, that, that's less traveled here. Like, like, where am I, where am I going here? But then there's some of them that are just kind of made for you, whether it's through some injury or some failure or someone else's decision that you have nothing part of. Maybe you don't remember, but that's a big one in his whole fucking life. I bet that guy's really somewhere is. right now. He's 41 years old and his life is much more diminished right now than it, than it should have been. If he had just went three more feet on a field of play when he was 13 <laughs> years old. The other one that Kyle mentioned that he has a, his coach was diminished I can't be specific about this all because I wouldn't want to hurt his or her feelings, but there's this person in my universe that is clearly diminished. And like, I was talking to my daughter and I'm like, where do you see him or her? I, like, everyone just pretends that he or she is not retarded. And, and <laughs> Hope like instantly got Tumblr on me. She's like, that is not nice. You wait. You wait, right? (laughs) (laughs) And then she spends like the next, uh, I don't know, six hours with him or her. And and then we're driving home back, you know, alone. And I'm like, retarded, right? Right? It's not just me. Like everyone is like ignoring (laughs) it. She's like, I have never seen an adult with that many Legos, first of all. (laughs) Dude, she's. Yes, or he is totally retarded. Like, it, it, Hope was telling me, like, she's like, I can't believe it. Like, yeah, it, no one's making reference to it. They're all treating him or her like a regular person. And, and like, we're watching her or him struggle to read this menu. And, like, who had, what adults struggle to read a menu? How is this a thing? You know? <laughs> and, and, like, I could talk about other activities we did. I feel like I'd give stuff away. But, yeah. man, I'm just like, why does this person have adult responsibilities and freedoms? See, that's what, I, lo- I like that everybody's being cool about it and making this person feel good. And, and you know, they, they don't have to deal with that. Because they're, they're living in a happy oblivion. I, it's, just, it's just factual that the stupider you are, um, whether that's a nice thing to say or not, the happy, the easier it is for you to be happy, right? Like, like I mean, my fucking dog yeah. is not very bright, okay? But there is no happier creature in existence than that little dog because all it gets is belly rubs and, like, duck treats, okay? Like, yeah, it doesn't like, even understand responsibility. There's no, yeah, he has no idea of, of, like, what responsibility would even be. It's all about belly rubs and duck treats and me going, moo, 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 mo
belly rubs and drinks. <laughs> yeah, but so, so by the same regard, I, I kind of feel good that everybody's being cool around that person, him or her, uh, and making them feel good. The problem is, though, if you give that person adult responsibilities and then you're the one who has to, like, suffer because of that. So because of, like, because Ted is the one going to get everybody's coffees, you're like, ugh. Uh, I guess I just won't get one. He's going to scald himself or get everybody like a, a cup of hot tar anyway. Like this isn't going to go well. Yeah. That, poor, that that football coach was the worst though. I, I remember like we never won a game. Um, I, and, and probably partially my fault, but I never grasped the concept of football and like what I was supposed to be doing um, while playing under him. It was only afterwards that I like looked back and I was like, so I was on... I was on defense. Okay. I was supposed to be getting that guy with the ball. Well, shit. If they just told me that, I might have gotten him once or twice. Yeah, I Nobody a, told me that. I no nobody told even told you what job. to do? No. Yeah. I lined up with a, a guy to my left and a guy to my right, and when they said go, I pushed the guy in front of me. That's all I did. Like, like I, <laughs> I, 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 Easily, if, if someone had gotten in my ear and been like, Kyle, you see that guy with the – you watched the ball. He's going to give it to one guy, and that guy's going to try to either hand it to a second guy or throw it to a second guy. You fucking hit whoever has it, and you try to yeah. stop that ball That from guy you're pushing, your objective is to get around him. They didn't tell me that. Who I knew that, right? Yeah, I thought it was just a pushy game. I had yeah, to, you, just, just, you were playing it like O-line, just kind of keeping him at bay. I played okay. soccer and had the same experience. So I'm, this is little kid. I don't know, I'm seven or eight years old or something. I would always get yelled at about being out of position and chasing the ball too much. No one ever told me what in position was. No one took a picture of the field and said, this is kind of your area to roam, you know? You're either playing the ball or making sure the ball doesn't get. I was a midfielder. You know, they, they, they just should have given me my area to roam, and I would have stayed there. I could follow instructions, but yeah. they just yelled at me when I was too far, and I like I don't know. Like <laughs> they, no instructions were given to me. Ever. I, can I, remember. I can remember this so well. Like like I never had a concept of. I, this was the last game of the year when like I I I I, I can remember it so clearly right now. I remember being on that football field. The football field just right up the road. Like, it's a quarter mile from here where I, where, where this happened. Mm -hmm. And I just remember being like, oh, shit, I'm supposed to be getting that guy. Well, next play. And that was my last play ever. Like, I never went back in, never played again ever. I, I finally <sighs> figured it out, and there was no more football to be Dude, played for the I rest had the of the same experience. That was your butterfly my coach, effect moment. My coach okay, told me. The tipping point. My coach actually did the thing that I talked about. He gave me the thing. He's like, look, Woody, you're supposed to go from here to here. Don't go faster or farther than that guy. He laid it all out for me. And then he acted like I had the – like, he, maybe I did. He's like, this is the best you've ever played. I was in position all game long. I was you doing be like, the right This thing. is the best you've ever coached. I should – I, I don't know, you know, like I, I, I know you're 12 year old Woody. You're yeah, like, Thanks. Little, yeah, right. I was younger than that. I, I was just, yeah. I just, I, I, I wish they had told me. My brother, he played defense and he he could kick the ball like better, like better. You know, you play t little tiny kid soccer, but there's that one kid who can kick the ball like a grown up. That was my yeah. older brother. And uh, they put him, he, he wasn't particularly fast. He was a little chunky, if I'm honest. But uh, so, like, you're on defense, and if the ball comes to you, you kick it that way. And, uh, and he would do that like a machine. And you know that situation where, like, both people kick the ball at the same time? I don't know if it doesn't seem to happen at the pro level, but in, in, <laughs> in midget soccer, it happens constantly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they're yeah, both like kicking the ball at the same time. It always went the direction that my brother intended it to go. It was just like, oh, is there a tie? Pat wins the tie. Done. So 
Yeah. I remember I, playing baseball and I was very young and just being out there and I was I was horrible at it. Horrible in that I didn't pay attention. I would look at bugs and like picket grass in the outfield. I fucking hated baseball to the point that like they'd hit a line or a grounder or whatever and I'd miss it because I wouldn't notice until they're like, Taylor and it's like, Well, it's already gone. Like <laughs> I'll, I'll, go I'll get the next one. <laughs> remember like my dad being like, Come on, get your head in the game and then like I went I stood up, I was in position. I was just looking at bugs in position instead of looking at you know, the player, and then just kind of, like, thought about it. was like, what What do I do? Like, just, just like, mean mug that n- the next eight-year-old to come up there, like, chew my tongue. Like, there's just nothing <laughs> to be doing in baseball, it seems like, to, like, show I'm really in it when they already relegated me to the outfield where they know that maybe one to three balls the entire afternoon are going to eke their way out there. And if I miss a couple, fuck it. You know, uh, like we that's... had all kinds of um, I don't know what we called it, but like some of the guys seem to know more about it than me because they played like a year of baseball together. But there was like a cheer. Not really. That sounds that that sounds kind of lame that there's a cheer. But like each player would in turn like pump up the pitcher. Like there was almost a thing where like all the players in the field were kind of like, come on, Jim, 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 going to get him. Come on, Jim. Woo, woo, woo. And like each person would do that while like the chorus of people was clapping and it, it kind of became it moved around the field. And, and I always thought that was super lame. Like, like, and when I was pitching, I was always like, just shut the fuck up. God, this is hard. Like, I'm trying to, like, really concentrate here. Like, I'm thinking about stuff. Like, like this, is, this is terrifying. You know what's really hard is when we would play hockey and we would know going into it, like, this is an, in a shitty area, in a shitty rink against a team that does not have a lot of funding but has a big school and they are very rowdy. And so you just go into the rink and the entire place is just packed with opposing fans drunk. And they're like all 16 and 17. I used to walk in and be like, where are all of these kids' parents? Like, where's the whole <laughs> school's parents? Are, did, and did none of these players' parents come to watch the game? It's just a bunch of drunk 15 and 16-year-olds jumping around. And being a goalie, that was the worst. Because at the beginning of the second period, when you had to skate, over to their side of the rink and play that period you just got food thrown at you you got pieces of clothing thrown at you not like anything sexy just old <laughs> hats that you don't want anyway and only hats because you can disc those you can't like throw t-shirts obviously but oh it sucked it's so demoralizing to be a high school player having like fries landing in your crease like you suck it's like <laughs> oh well I, i'm just out here trying to have fun you know <laughs> you guys are... uh... I, I, most of you are in jail by now, <laughs> you got that. Yeah, I've told. Yeah, I don't my think they went to stories. college. Oh my gosh, I, I would miss the ball. It was on a tee and everything, but I still miss it. I think it, I, I didn't know what I was doing. I would face. You know how when you bat, kind of face sideways and swing. Well, I didn't do that. I would face toward the pitcher, <laughs> swing, <laughs> and no one taught me. Like the coach, like thought I was oh. hopeless. My dad would be working, like. Like I, no one played catch oh, with so me much. or anything. I, I don't know if you got the worst or best of it though, because I had hours and hours of training. Mm-hmm. Like like I had hours of like how to stand and and how to like swing a bat and like I had special bats and I had a pitching machine and I had a pitching coach and it you you oh. it, it was a lot of work that I, really went nowhere. I played with my my friends and I would play catch right, but they were advanced, so they're like throw me a pop up, throw me a line drive, and I'm like. 
throw me another grounder, you know, because because it's the only thing I could catch. <laughs> hey, uh, he's got a great ground game. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Roll it to me like a bowling ball. Cause... We had a kid on my team, um, and I still know the guy. Uh, he's t- like like I still know he's a year younger than me. Um, I know where he is now. Like he's in his hometown. I know what he does for a living. I see him occasionally as I drive through town, give him a, give him a little wave. But as kids, there was something wrong with him. He just he, he talked slowly. He what well, he was bright like like this this wasn't a, a dumb kid he didn't have anything wrong with him literally it was just he was slow like like literally slow like he talked kind of slow and he moved really slow and if you like toss something at his face he would never go Ta-ta! and like <laughs> catch it like I might like it was just never gonna happen he had the worst reflex reflexes ever and I remember like he was playing third base and we had a shortstop who was this big black kid who was like a foot taller than the rest of us and he was just like fucking run like caught the ball and just fires it at third from maybe 15 steps and nailed that kid right in the mouth and just I remember they had to give him oxygen because he was freaking out so much they were so much because <laughs> he just he couldn't get his glove up to here and that's like I couldn't fathom that I'm as picturing a the fellow. black kid in the wheelchair from Malcolm in the middle <laughs> no, no, this exact thing happened to me getting just smacked with a line drive right in the face as a pitcher in baseball. I was so young that I wasn't even a, the pitcher. I was the designated kid that stood next to the dad in the pitching machine. Yeah. And I just stood there doing nothing because of the ball came towards me. You know, I knew that Mr. Turner was going to pick it up. Like, it was his fucking job. He volunteered for this. And so I wasn't paying attention. And I just got cranked in the nose. And it was yeah. the first time of just like, like, like almost like coming back to on the ground, you know, like the, when you like lose it for like a half second almost and just like black and then you almost think you're blind. It was horrible. That was one of the times I actually didn't break my nose. So, uh, so that's that. You've I broken had, it? I've broken it twice. Oh, we've all broken it, huh? That sucks. It's so painful. Oh, it's so painful. That's the worst. And it doesn't take much to break a nose. Like, like it's just, there's not much there. That's so you would think evolutionary speaking, we'd have come up with something better than that, right? Because it's like right there in the middle of our it fucking head. Be. Like it just takes a quick jab to break that thing and send and your eyes in watering just, and your whole world into Ronda mayhem. Rousey was on Conan, I think, or something, and she's like, My nose doesn't break. He's like, Isn't that a cool thing? Like I turn out to be a fighter and I have an unbreakable nose. And uh, they're like, What really? And she's like, Yeah. Like, you know how we have like a bridge? Good <laughs> you know, like yeah. apparently her cartilage goes like all the way back to her eyes. And I want to, like, experience this. But she's like, here, you know, press my nose. Conan presses it. And he's like, oh, that's weird. Like, it doesn't have a firm, breakable bridge. The whole thing is just flexy. Yeah. When mine got broken, the the right side of the bridge separated from the rest. So, like, the part that's near this eye, like, it it fractured long ways. And it kind of came that way. And so they had to go up in my – I had to go under anesthesia. And they, like, went up in and, like – septum thing? Is that what it's uh, called? I don't know. I I know I went under uh, and there was an operation. Uh, How old were to you? Correct it. Eighth, ninth grade, something like that. Okay. I had to yeah. do something like that when I was like, uh, I think they took care of it this, the, when I broke my nose the first time when I was seven or eight. And like, I, because up until that time in my life, like, I would always get my dad to be like, stop chewing with your mouth open. Stop chewing with your mouth open. And I'd be like, I, I'm really doing my best because I my nose was so fucked that I couldn't chew with my mouth closed and breathe. And so my eating process until I was about eight was... <laughs> like a marine mammal. <laughs> <laughs> chewing and be like, Taylor, why are you so out of breath? It's like, I'm trying to eat. 
You know, I'm trying to, I have to take little bites and chew them real quick and swallow, then get another breath of air. And so when I got that uh, that procedure done and came back out of it, I suddenly was like, oh, look at all these people. They weren't holding their breath at all. It wasn't hard for them to close their mouth and breathe. Like, I thought that everybody was struggling to do it and they were doing it to be polite anyway. No, but yeah, I broke it uh, when I was playing uh, tag and my brother and I collided and his forehead cracked me right in the nose. And it was, I disagreed about the pain thing. I know you've broken yours too, Woody. I didn't mm -hmm. think it was painful other than just like the shock, like the amount of blood that came out. I remember my first thought as I was running from the basement all the way upstairs, there was a hallway with white carpet. And my thought was, oh my God, my mom's going to kill me because it was just blood. It looked like someone was murdered and the body had to be, you know, quick stashed away. And I, I yeah, remember, um, I, I, so I have my nose broken four times. And someone told me that, uh, like, oh, yeah, this is maybe after the second time. Like, you know, they hit him in the nose. It totally takes the fight out of some people. Some people just quit. And I thought, oh, not me, right? Because I've already been through this test. I think it was the next time it was broken that it just sucked the, like, every ounce Depends of how you break interest. it, right? Yeah, this one was broken you know? worse. Right. I, and it, it bled more. And I don't, did I, I don't know if I said it was painful or not. It, I don't think pain is really what I was going through. I was just shocked, maybe concussed a little. I'm not sure. But There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, a, it's, the it's second one almost didn't even phase me because <laughs> the doctor found out afterward that, like, like, I guess there was, like, a lingering crack line of where it had broken, and it just, like, broke, like, two Legos just, like, back in place. I was playing basketball. I, I was playing fucking basketball at the time i played hockey year round i was wrestling football season had just ended and i play i'm playing in fucking basketball practice on the c team or whatever i made just because i wanted to go out and try it and i was terrible and this dude on my team was scrimmaging so hard that he came down with the ball and just started going at it with his elbows cranked me in the L in the nose and immediately because it had broken there before like the blood it just was like a switch just a faucet just and they had to switch the entire practice to the other side of the court as I stood there and they were like Taylor come with me no no wait 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 don't track the blood everywhere just stay in there in your own blood for a bit we're gonna go get a bunch of uh, kits and things and call your mom so you can go to the hospital and oh it sucked he's the same guy who grabbed the uh that flag out of my hand with fervor and broke this finger and messed it up. Same guy. <laughs> that same sounds guy. like the but same guy. Twice on my team, two only two high school injuries, little ones, but the only two. So I was I, I was like watching this, this thing. I don't either. Uh, I was watching this thing on Netflix Talk about this uh, world strongest man competitor in England. Um, and he's a huge fucking mammoth of a guy. And the whole documentary is like leading up to him competing in the, the world's strongest man competition this year. Well, they had it yesterday um, and he placed third. And I, and, I, and I was feeling kind of bad for him. And so I started looking into it. An American won, by the way. An American is now the world's strongest man. Yeah, um, and, and, but I was but I was surprised because watching this Brit like work out, you know, and of course he's saying he's like, he's like, no one has this intensity. No one has this work ethic. Um, he drives this big, jacked up, ridiculous, crazy truck. And he's, he's just a mammoth of a man, you know, as you might expect. I looked into it. He dislocated most of his fingers like the first day. And then he just kept going anyway. And I, I, I got on his Instagram. He's like, 
not this fires me up so much now for next year. He's like, if you, I, my fingers were all dislocated, but I still place third. You know, he's he's like, there's one thing where he has to grab a rail and like walk with it. He's like, I could only hold it for a second at a time. He's like, you give me that category and then just one more point per uh, thing, and I'm first place. He's he, he's he's he was really happy, and I was like, wow, the guy placed third without I fucking most fingers of that somehow. Too. Uh, yeah. most of that documentary it looks like uh, i don't okay so this the way they always do the the food section of those shows it's interesting in the same way that if you show up at the zoo and they're feeding the elephants it's interesting just to be like that is like a whole tundra worth a toyota tundra <laughs> worth of hay oh, that it just scooped like... <laughs> up and then just shoveled in its mouth for you know just on a whim didn't even matter i was wondering like, where you were going what? with the tundra thing i'm like that is a whole desert worth of See, water I, I should have said <laughs> f-150 yeah and if i was using a food reference using a tundra yeah you probably could eat a whole tundra worth of food in one bite you idiot <laughs> like there's no food on the tundra but um oh yeah him eating he goes to the store and I don't like it the same way when vegetarians do it when they say I can't eat something like I can't eat that like I just I want them to say I won't eat that because then it kind of displays the true brattiness of it in some situations where if like you're going out to eat and you buy an appetizer oh try this I can't eat that no you won't eat it if you if you you couldn't eat it if it was a piece of plastic you won't eat it you're choosing not to you know, I won't, like, I don't know. And him doing that, it was like he spent like $250 a week, 250 quid, which is even more, a week on food just for him. And it was like, yeah, I understand this is your dream, dude, but like, ah, oh, I felt bad for his family the, the whole time where it's like this, like, you're, and his wife was like the, the coolest lady fucking ever. She was hot. Like, the most supportive, loving woman you could imagine for that. Like, that dude was would not be hot? where he is without her at all. I don't know because he's such those, a gigantic. Yeah, some of those competitors, like there was a guy from Sweden or Switzerland, same country really, uh, Magnussen, who was just—he's somebody's version of perfection. Very is that tall. the? That's not the mountain, is it? No, it, no, no, that's no, no. this guy was blonde and and he looked like a Brad Pitt times four somehow. No, like, he did not look like that. No, to to answer that, so this these strong men, <clears throat> like you, you look at this guy was showing the progression picks throughout, and when he was like twenty six or whatever twenty four, he was shredded, looked great, like a Gre Grecian god carved out of a marble kind of body that every guy would want, and then it shows like five years later, and he's got this huge belly this distended belly these enormous pectorals like he's so big that he got it's thicker it's unappealing it's like yeah, he's very he has thick. to he has to wear a sleep apnea machine because he's worked out to the point that he's dangerously overweight excuse me but like that yeah that's not good fat no no but he's not fat but he's dangerously Bulk. overweight because he's so muscular and there, he does carry a lot of fat you could too. You not shoot through this guy with a nine millimeter. It just wouldn't get the job done. You don't think okay? so? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you could not shoot through this guy with a nine from front to back. He's like three feet or something. It, there's a lot of, and it's, and it's not fat either. I mean, there's fat in there, but there's a lot of gristle and a lot of muscle and, and, and some hardy bone to hold it all together. So yeah, hardy you couldn't, bone. some hardy bone. You could not shoot through that fucker with a nine. You'd need a, you needed some armor piercing rounds, but I, I was, I was, I was, I was happy for him that, he, that you know, piercing. he had because a nine pierces really well. That might not be the weapon. That might be the caliber, right? Like a I don't know. I, would pierce less. It probably yeah, but but this, I, I was so happy. big. You're gonna need you something. Need a rifle. You need a okay. three fifty seven magnum. You're I, stopped, need a I stopped watching it partially in the 
like two thirds of the way through because it was starting to make me sad. And I was thinking like, oh, there's no fucking way that it was right after this section where they're like, you know, now let's meet. So so and so's competition. And it showed like the three greatest guys in the world. Um, one of them is the the mountain speaks for yeah. itself. Enormous. The other one is um, this enormous, enormous Eastern European man. Uh, and then the third guy was no, no. Yeah, the, uh, the enormous Eastern European man is shaped like a pear. He looks like... I think that helps. You, you couldn't imagine if you passed this guy in a store, in a grocery store. You wouldn't be like, that guy's a strong man. That would be the furthest thing from your mind. You'd be like, that guy's probably not in great shape. He's a little overweight. He's got a weird body shape. Country and then strong, they showed though. Like, he, they showed him lifting, and, he, and he's apparently, like, the best in history. Like, sets records for fun. Like I don't remember his name because it was like it had two vowels and half a dozen consonants in each part, but I think yeah, his body shapes help. So like Woody linked a guy here who looks like you know what I would imagine is like the perfect like uh, dimensions, the ratio between his calves and thighs and That's torso and everything. Of perfect. Yeah, it, it's very symmetrical. I, I guess I guess is what it, it looks right to my eye. Um, but but some of those other guys have these really big stomachs that can that can make them look soft. But I think that's a huge uh, uh, a bonus for them because, the, like, when they're lifting those boulders, they'll get it on that gut mm -hmm. and, like, use it to, like, launch it back and do, like, a power clean motion to, like, get things above their head. Or when they've got the kegs, like, they're, they're really able to utilize that big Sometimes belly to help. HGH causes your organs to swell. Yeah. And people accuse Chuck Liddell of it a lot. I don't know. I know you got into MMA, like, you know, in the last couple of years. And Chuck Liddell, of course, you know who he is. But when he fought, he had like, like a beer gut with abs on it, and um, like it, I, it, it was always weird to me. I'm like, that guy's kind of fat for a pro athlete, but, but wait a minute, look at him breathing. You know, his abs are like swelling and doing their thing, and uh, it turns out that that happens if you do HGH. I don't know if Chuck mm. did or if you're just born that way. Probably did, but uh, I, uh, yeah, it. it so I think sometimes those guys, like the strong men, are just overdoing it like crazy, and and they might just like be swollen from the HGH. I have uh, I've been listening to a lot of Ronda Rousey talk, and uh, one of the things Joe said, he brought up Chuck Liddell. He he was talking about how early in his career, one of Chuck's, one of the things that Chuck brought in his toolbox was that chin. He almost used it as an offensive slash defensive weapon to to close ground with people. He was like, "Yeah, go ahead, hit me two, hit me three times. I only got to hit you once." You know, down here too. He's always yeah, okay. Yeah. And 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 they, they they point. Joe said he's like, eventually his brain had just taken too much, and his brain like he didn't say it, but what I'm thinking is like his brain has a little scar tissue on. It. He's like your broken nose that's like a Lego that now just snaps. And, and, you know, he by the end, he had no chin. It seemed like he was getting put to sleep left and right by shots that didn't look like they should do it. Maybe that's what happened to Ronda. Maybe it only took one. Maybe it took Holly Holm fucking kicking her in the neck and, and, and even brought that up. He's like, those neck kicks, those are bad concussions. That messes a lot of stuff up in your brain, you know, to, to like snap like that. Your head goes one way, your body goes the other. Uh, so he thought maybe that was part of the reason why she just got decimated. But there's like eight reasons why she got decimated in that fight, like legitimately. Like it's, there's no one thing. Everybody wants to be so black and white, like, oh, bad coach. End of story. No, yeah, I, I no. love the fact that all of her fights are gif length, like in all seriousness, because <laughs> I've awesome that's, that's, the, that's the only way I've seen any of her fights is because they can fit in like 45 seconds to a minute. And they're exciting because it's nonstop action of her getting her ass beat, <laughs> at least in this one. Like or winning, yeah, or she wins really quick. 
and, and equally good. I don't really care if she succeeds or not. But yeah, it, she's over now, right? Like yeah. that's her ship has sailed. We, I, I think that it is. And, and in the post-fight interview, they asked Amanda. They're like, "Do you think it's over?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, she's done. Ronda's done. She can go make her movies now. She can go make her Chelsea movies now." Um, no, I've been saving that one. I got it. I got the tab open. What did he say? He said, he said this, he's like, hey, a lot of fighters do this. He said, Anderson Silver was particularly guilty of it. Like when they're on top of the world, they're like, maybe I'll retire. I think I might go. He's like, what they really want is for you to say, no, don't go. No, please stay, stay, stay. We love you so much. Don't end it now. He's like, then they get a couple losses, right? And suddenly no one's begging Anderson Silver to keep fighting. And he's like, ah. Uh. I'm coming back. No, no, I'll keep doing it. No, no, no. Like, like that whole I want to retire thing was just talk. You know, and, and Ronda talked about retiring all the time when she was on top, right? And and according to Shale, what he expects to see is Ronda to say, "All right, no, no, I'm, no, no, I'm still getting. I, I'm still Ronda. Who's she gonna fight though? All right, let, let's look at the bantamweight fucking division, right? Holly. Like you, if once you, oh, well, Holly's not a bantamweight anymore. Yeah, Holly's about to step true. up and be the 145 pound champ. And I don't know if Dana is going to want his 145-pound champ to be dropping down to... He's going to have deja vu from what he had with Connor, okay. right? And he's going to have to be snatching fight, belts. I see the complication. It's a good point. But, like, you want to fight with intrigue. You know, Holly lost twice after she got that belt. She hasn't won since, I don't think, right? So, or maybe... Has she won since? I'd have to look I, up her record. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I do know that she, she immediately lost twice. And uh, so it's like, oh, do you want to fight... With a fighter that's beatable, where there's some intrigue. Ronda beatable and beatable Holly. by Ronda are two different things. Holly, Holly has point. her kryptonite. Holly is her kryptonite, right? It's that it's striking. It's accurate, stiff striking. So let right? me throw this and out there. What happens if Ronda says, all right, I need nine months to get ready. I'm going to TriStar. I'm going to um, TriStar is where GSP and Rory McDonald train. The other big gym they talk about, where's John Jones go with that Greg Jackson and Albuquerque? Anyway, you know, the, the other big, big gym. Big I, Bear. Oh, up with there with the, with the low altitude. Yeah. <laughs> high altitude. Uh, yeah, high altitude. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, well, the two J, Wiggle J, Wink Jackson and TriStar, like if she were to go to one of those things, right? And, and she just sort of, well, I guess if she's fighting Holly, she couldn't go to Holly's gym. But uh, if she were to go there and work on her box striking for the next nine months, you take what she already, like everyone. But what's Holly doing in the next nine months? Forgetting? Like, you know what I mean? Like Holly's going to spend the next nine months getting better at her boxing. But Holly's already like a champion. Her Her pro boxing record was like, 23 out of 28 or something like it was legit like she's a legitimate world-class striker and she seemed in that last fight to figure out how to prevent the clinch she's pushing off ronda's hips she's staying back and ronda has to learn a new skill right and Mm. and i don't know that it's it it needs to be boxing but boxing is a science from what i've heard i know i can't fucking box i know if i wanted to be even the piddling low-level boxer who could go into some like bullshit gym and spar with someone and they wouldn't laugh at me would take a year and a half a year and a half of like all my time like like before i can walk in and like spar like like put on gloves and spar with some guy and he doesn't look at my feet and go Like, you know, but because if you look at Ronda in that fight, and, and this isn't my expert golden glove having analysis or anything. This is what everybody's saying. Her feet aren't moving. Her head's not moving. Amanda is teeing off on her like she's a speed bag. If you look at her face, if you pause it, there's a red mark this big that's right here in the center of her goddamn face. <laughs> she's is. not getting hit over here. She's uh-huh. not getting hit in the collarbone. She's not slipping punches. She's eating them right fucking there. 
like eight or nine of them in 40 seconds. Turns uh, out that unbreakable nose was really didn't <laughs> play to her advantage. You know? <laughs> I don't I think it broke. This all day. <laughs> I don't think it broke either. But, Everything but, Kyle but said my, is right on the money, according to me. What am I? But uh, According to everyone. You know, it's yeah, just yeah. the way it is. Yeah, I don't I know just, shit about – Kyle doesn't know much about hockey, but if he saw a player skate out there holding the stick the other way <laughs> with, with the blade at the top, he'd be like, you know what? This – I don't think that's right. I think this guy's not very good. That's not, that can't be a good way to play. Like you don't have to. I don't know anything about boxing, but I can tell that she is not a good boxer because this is not a working defense I'm, in boxing. I'm, I feel like if she would have spent nine months working with Faraz Sahabi, that he would be like, "All right, look, you know, we got to get some basic defensive boxing in here. You're gonna have some. By the time I'm done with you, you're gonna have some head movement. You're gonna keep your hands in the right position, and you will know how to clinch." against a boxer. This distance can be closed. George St. Pierre clinched against boxers all the time. His wrestling was fantastic. He'd have the, Rana doesn't do double leg takedowns, but I know she could be That was my next it. thing, yeah. Yeah. She and, doesn't do, she doesn't do single leg takedowns. She does judo throws only. She needs, she needs to start off with some wrestling mm -hmm. that's meant to be, uh, that, that's all about, uh, and I've heard that the reason she doesn't do double legs, I'm, I've heard the reason that she doesn't uh, do that stuff is because her knees are worn out. They, they say her knees are shot from, uh, from, from judo and she can't uh, go down on her knees and get the double legs Do you know that double she, legs are illegal in judo? I didn't know that. Yeah. But, Wrestlers but were going I, never against seen judo, judo people, so. beating them. And like, because the wrestling is a big takedown aspect of it too. So they would compete in these judo matches, beat the judicas, and judo responded by saying, "You know what? We need a rule against this." <laughs> that yeah. was their answer. So yeah, I, I, those two. That's a you know that that that's rock and and fucking scissors. But then you put it into MMA, and there's going to be fucking we're going to be in a clinch, and and that judo throw is going to be great. Um, that makes I don't sense. know. I think she needs to learn some sort of wrestling that's about closing distance and getting the clinch. I don't think that she can learn striking. I don't think that you're going to take someone who is, well, I'm going to call her a four out of ten in the bantamweight division at striking. Like if if she was a video game character, you'd give her four out of ten on her striking. <laughs> you would. You just would. Uh, I think that. Uh, so Bage. Has she ever won with striking? Yeah, yes. yeah. She beat. She 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 clobbered on Bage. But if you watch it, she's coming in like this, like just running like her down to close this. And Bates, who throws arm punches, is still like fucking clocking her a couple times. She she Ronda's a little bit. Ronda's Ronda's bleeding at the end of that fight. And of course Ronda's like, ah, don't cry. But I was thinking, like, you don't cry. Your nose is bloody, lady. Like like you went in there and looked sloppy right there. I I remember thinking that that, that fight was sloppy. Um and, and, but but now like I said, I look at the bantamweight division. Who's she gonna go down to? And I was thinking like one of those uh Polish chicks. Those Polish chicks might wreck her. Like, like I remember watching them fight uh, a couple of UFC events ago. There were, there's two Polish chicks. Their names are like Schletvinko or something like that. Those bitches don't fuck around. They are much tougher than Ronda. They took the beating Ronda took the other night in and, and the, and the first three times over. Each of them did. Can they were Ronda both make 115? No. No. Probably not. Five, You're seven? probably right. Yeah. Five, I mean, seven. And, and she's wide she makes hips, wide shoulders. Easily. Like, like I remember in the Ultimate Fighter when one of her fighters missed weight, like just to prove a point, she made 135 the next day. Like oh. Lozon fights at 155, and when he makes 155, like he'll he'll walk around at like 172 ish, but by the time he's flying to Vegas, he's like 162 ish or something. You know, 169, you know, or five something like that. 162, 165. So he's dropping like 10 to like eight to 10 pounds in water weight. You know when he does that 
Rhonda apparently is just within, you know, drinking distance any day. I don't know what to call that, you know, dehydration distance. And, and she could just make 135 tomorrow. She looked amazing. Uh, it was the best looking Rhonda that, that I can remember. When I saw that streamable video of the pose off, I started really uh, thinking again about about all of my predictions and all my thoughts about the thing because she just looked so goddamn good that it just looked like if she did get that clinch, it would be overpowering. And I think it might have been. If she could have, if she judo throws Amanda, Amanda bumps her head on the way down, Joe mm -hmm. said this, and, and she's a bit foggy, and then, then she goes right into that arm bar because Ronda really is like world-class arm bar. Like if there, was a, if there was a place that everybody wanted to go to learn the arm bar, you might go to Ronda. Like, like, there may not be a better armbar in MMA. She, she's clearly used it at, she what, six? She spots armbar opportunities that other people don't, you know? Like, oh, sure. yeah, she finds a way to get to it. It's she'd make impressive. opportunities, maybe. Yeah, very good at it. Um, I don't know. I, don't, I think Ronda's done. She's, she's going to retire. Um, I, I don't think that she can move around weight classes, although I would like to. I'd like to see her still fight. But, but there's just, I mean, if she went down to 115, she'd be a killer because um, those girls don't have the knockout power um, to, to, to hurt her before she gets that clinch. Um, the problem, in my opinion, is that the, the, the division advanced farther along until there was striking good enough to stop Ronda from grabbing you, because that's all she ever did anyway. I hear you, yeah, you're right. I don't know, I, I, I guess um, I, when they talk about the stock market, they're like, when it's at its worst, it's never as bad as you think it is, and when it's at its best, it's never as good as you think it is. I feel like right now, Ronda, like everyone has decided that she just doesn't have the skills to compete in this division, that she's a joke, that she's terrible. And she's easy to hate. Like, in The Ultimate Fighter, she was completely hateable. In life. Off Misha yeah. yeah. She's been... She's... Look, if she was your neighbor, you wouldn't like her. You know? She's just nope. not a nice person. She's mean to everyone, <laughs> etc. But when I'm doing my... When I put my fight analyst hat on, I say, you know what? Like, let's not forget the dominant run she was on. You know, Misha Tate was just champ. Misha Tate beat Holly Holmes, and Ronda beat the fuck out of her twice. Broke her arm oh, one of the wins. I, I wouldn't say she beat the fuck out of her. Misha roughed Ronda up. That's like they go to they went to the third, didn't they? Third or fourth? They might have, but I really felt like Ronda took her for a ride on those takedowns. Like, like she was just flipping her in the air, slamming her. I remember it being very one sided. And the first time, she literally broke Misha's arm. Like, like that's a thing people say, like, ah, oh, I'm going to break it. No, she broke it. She put her in an arm bar, and she was mad at her, so she broke it. And they're like, you know, how do you feel? Like, do you feel a little guilty for breaking her arm? Like, did you mean to do that? And she's like, no and yes. <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> <laughs> do you see Ariani giving Ronda the, cra the, the like, crazy eyes at the way in? Mm -mm. Uh, apparently, so remember when Ronda was talking about do nothing bitches? Yes, yes. Ariani was one of those do nothing bitches who was just standing up there being pretty, making more money than some fighters. So at the way in, Ariani's just like, eh, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> just looking at that's her, it was a, great. That's another example of how hard Ronda is to like. Like, who picks fights with the card girl? Ring girl. <laughs> yeah. Like, the hottest yeah, that's, one, that's too. Terrible. Like, that's really bad PR for yourself. Like I, that's not she, she. Maybe she was trying to be bad girl, but that just comes off as cunt. Like, oh, I like think she, nobody well, would be like, like Conor McGregor she, would never go to a restaurant 
and make a huge scene about like, oh, this isn't a twice baked potato. Send it back. Yo, send this back. Oh, this whole steak is fucking awful. I'm, yo, you'll do nothing. You'll take it back. It's what you'll do. I'll do steak. <laughs> oh, everybody watching, I'm not going to give you a tip either. You know, I'll throw me kind of monster right at you. You know, get a <laughs> little potato. And, or whatever he does. Like, he wouldn't do that because it would be like, oh, that's you just being a shitty person. He does it to the right targets. Right, right. Because he knows how to do PR. That just, th- that's not her actually being like a bad girl at all. She's just well, being a nasty a person. Her, like t- speaking out about, I, I felt like she was both uh, speaking out about the underpayment of some fighters while at the same time taking a dig at someone she definitely thought was just all substance and no, or all flash and no substance, which is the, which is what a ring girl is. I like looking at those ring girls. I wish they wore less. Um, I don't know how hard and, it is to be one. Right. They're fucking smoking. They pick good girls. I think it's hard. I, I, I what it will, as far as hard, I, I don't think there's any skill. I mean, you just hold the card and all. There's like no like difficult. Stay in very good shape. You just stay in very good shape and be pretty. Um, yeah. So Fonda's job is like, much easier, much harder. Okay. Like, I'm 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 with you there. Ronda's job is very hard. One of the toughest in the world. Like, let's just take that and set it aside. Yeah. Um, but like to a lot of the people who might be criticizing ring girls and jumping on Ronda's side, I think like, dude, do you know how much those ring girls are denying themselves? You know, I'd like a six pack, but I'm aware of the decisions I'm making that prevent that. You know, like, uh, I, I don't know. My dinner was great know. today. Ariani would not be a cow without the UFC. She was going to be looking good no matter what happened in this world. Like, like I, she was, she just. You take Ariana and make her a housewife and she looks like a hot soccer mom, not a ring. Nowhere. Girl. Ariana's just, she's just tight. Smart. Speaking of hot soccer moms, did you see uh, the New Year's Eve special and, uh, and uh, oh god, what's what's fucking uh, Mariah what's her name? Carey. Mariah Carey. First of all, Mariah Carey looks so goddamn good in that one piece thing she's wearing with that big thick ass and those it's thick a thighs. Thick for me. Oh, oh, <laughs> god damn no! It's so, <laughs> I, I bet that ass is hard too. I bet you. I bet you'd have to grab the whole thing and move it up and down to get it to really jiggle. Like that ass is hard. It is muscular. It is thick. Those thighs and those big fat titties. Jim Norton was going on about this all day. He was like, oh, yeah. Those big fat titties. Uh, I don't um, know why, like, women, like, female performers aren't more nervous oh. dancing. Because I only watched a little bit of that clip, but I saw her outfit. Like, yeah. all it seems like it would take is just, like, a little inch too wrong to the left or the right, and your pussy's just hanging out. I think like, they're careful in front of I everyone. Think tape. I think it's a whole thing. I think there's but... tape. I don't think she's as hot as Kyle thinks she is. I I guess we just have different tastes in women. I mean, I don't think she's that hot either. Ah, come on. She's ridiculous. That body? Oh, my God. I'm looking right at it. This link just says not found. Yeah, that link didn't work. Oh no! Um, but the the real funny thing, of course, is she got caught lip syncing and uh, and just terribly. And then when she so did have the opportunity to sing the songs, she didn't. She just sort of noped out on the whole thing. Still, uh, still. Yeah, are you sure, Kyle? She's she looks like she's a little heavy. I, I'm I'm, I'm I want to look at this, dude. What do you? T- that looks great to me. That looks real nice. Um, I don't know, maybe. That's uh well that's a terrible angle for her chin. I feel like that's been doctored. <laughs> <laughs> her chin. Hang on a minute. <laughs> I gotta like zoom into this and you look think at they, her. Uh, someone photoshopped Trump's chin into this. <laughs> it that looks like what she looks like. It looks like she's got like stubble in her chin. Like what ha- I oh. feel like this has been doctored all She looks like Newt Gingrich from the lips down. <laughs> yeah, look at her chin. What happened? I don't know. 
All right, I'm going to ignore her chin for the time being and just look at the rest of her. And, and I'm digging all of that. Like, like yeah, she's probably she's probably 10 pounds above her, like, perfect perfect number, but she's a big Latina girl anyway, all right? She's a diva. Do you remember those ropes and the cloth that's, like, tearing as the Titanic's sinking? <laughs> like, it's under so much strain that it's popping <laughs> That's exactly. That's, we're about five minutes from that in this picture. <laughs> no way. No way. I, oh, yeah. I, I, we'll I'm shift from Titanic to Ghost Ship as some thread from her thing swings and chops everyone in half. <laughs> There's yeah, one people one of the back of cancer flips her. He like picks her up and flips her, and they were pointing out on the on the Jim and uh, Jim Norton show. They're they're like, oh, that looked like the hardest flip he's ever done. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like he was that did not look graceful. It looked like he was really struggling to get her up and I, over. <laughs> Mariah Carey could not make it as a ring girl. But this is the cool thing. Like no. this is what I like. Uh, I, I feel like, and I've said this before. So quickly, people give me shit. But what fuck people anyway. Back in, like, 1985, there was one way to be hot. You had to look like Christy Brinkley. Now, there are a dozen ways to be hot. You can look like Christy Brinkley. You can look like Kim Kardashian. You can look like Mariah Carey. Um, you know, which is not to say Ariana's ever going to go out of style. But a big, thick ass that guys visualize grabbing onto as they do their thing. There's a market for that now. There didn't used to be. Yeah, oh, there's, there's always been a market. I think there has been, but uh, there's always I, been I just, a market I, for every think, kind of lady out there. I think where Woody has a point here is that, like in um in in like marketing, in like the the marketing that that's front and foremost, and in in, in in our society, it was a lot of C cupped beautiful brunettes and blondes who, who were five anorexic. foot who were five foot ten had had, had you know the they were they were very thin. But they didn't have big booties. You know, Brinkley's mm -hmm. kind of got a pancake butt, right? Like, it's a flat ass. It's, it's a flat white lady ass, uh, the way I remember it. Um, you know, she's, she's, she's perfection virtually, but not anymore. I, I, think, I think that... Well, now she's uh, old, but like, like, if you picture a prime Brinkley, a prime Kathy Ireland, a prime... Who is the black woman that has a talk show who was a supermodel? Oh, Tyra. Tyra, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, these people were... You know, they weren't bootalicious. It's not until like Beyonce says, "Look at my jiggly ass." Yeah, don't you want to fuck it? Now, now you want to talk about somebody that's big? Like we can't give Mariah a pass without getting on Beyonce after that Super Bowl. I don't know. Uh, I need to see outfit. this. Yeah, well, that was just—I remember that picture, but it was just like the worst screenshot of her imaginable. Well, not, not the one where she's making the face. Freeze frame. Yeah. Oh, me... not okay. I haven't looked at her. Uh, I've, the only picture I've seen of that. Is the one where she looks horrible. Yeah. So me I don't too. even know the what she, she looks like. The one she tried to have removed from the internet. Let's or see. Oh, Beyonce steals the show. Oh, Beyonce nearly. Oh, that's. Yeah. There you yeah, go. I, I, I meant off. to click view. I meant to click view image, but I clicked view page. Uh, send you the wrong one. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the actual that. image. Um, yeah, you could have just told me it was on Hollywood Life, and I would have clicked my bookmark. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, um, yeah, I mean, she doesn't look. Uh, she is not as heavy as Mariah Carey. I agree. Not at all. I will say not. she's thick in the middle too. Like you know, her her coat is really well done. She's, they put these broad shoulders on. What are these shotgun? A twenty five would not go through her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they put like shotgun slugs on her shoulders to make her really big up top, and then you know she's obviously big in the ass, and they do everything like. 
she's not as narrow in the belly as she should be, but they do that with yeah. Well, clothes. they're yeah, they're doing something to accentuate and make her waist look more narrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I, I, I feel bad picking on these gorgeous women. Um, like 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 it's one like like I have no issue like giving somebody shit when it's when when it's due. But I just feel like Mariah is looking great here. Like like I don't think like I remember back to hmm. Miley Cyrus's like really tight uh, that spandex or uh, it was almost like the stuff they make rubber gloves out of and how it made it her ass look right. gross yeah. and how it was really nasty looking in the end. And that's not what we got here. I think this is really classy and it is tight, but it's a bodysuit. And I mean, she's pretty brave to go out there wearing that anyway. I think she looks great. That's, she's, she's like a I think she like looks eight great out for of her age because isn't she like fifty something? No, nah, I don't think she's that old. I know she just divorced this billionaire husband of hers. Uh, she was married to Nick Cannon, I think, and Nick could have taken like money from the divorce, but he didn't. And then she got married to this billionaire guy, and uh, and now she's wanting like fifty million dollars inconvenience fee oh, yeah. for like having to break up with him or something. <laughs> Her she's, age she's is a... not known by Wikipedia, but she's either forty six or forty seven. So. Ah, okay. Oh, wow, a mystery. Yeah. Did did you find it too? Um, no, oh, I was yeah. at Her birthday was... is March 27th. That much is known, but 69 or 70 is not. So, interesting. Cool. I like that little little mystery behind Mariah Carey. Maybe she's from another world uh where they they also can't sing. Yeah, she can't sing anymore. That's a real problem. I think she's gorgeous. I think she's super hot and that body's crazy thick, but um she cannot hit those high notes and she uh she can't sing. I thought you know, she she's did a decent off. job on um, Carpool Karaoke. I read I, I, that she did it now. <laughs> <laughs> I read that Carpool Karaoke exposed her as not being able to sing, but I heard it and thought, "Oh, you can sing." Like I, I, I thought, I, I see these people in car- Carpool Karaoke, and I'm like, "Their kids are really lucky. Like they're gonna get the most, like the best lullabies ever." <laughs> you know, like if their parents sing to them, man, they're gonna like that. My kids, they didn't get much lullabies. I, uh, yeah, I, I didn't get any songs. That's, we usually got stories. Really but yeah, I thought that benefit. was incredibly embarrassing for her. Um, she, she really didn't seem like she didn't give a shit. She was just, she was just out there going I, through the motions. I know, and she's got a bit, she's doing that to promote her, uh, her new tour. You know, she's going out and touring. And if I'm a pr- prospective ticket buyer for her tour, I'm like, well, shit, like, like it's, it's lip syncing like like she's not going to actually be singing these songs and even if she is she's just going to be singing like the some of the vocals when it because you could definitely tell part of the track that was overplaying was the real high notes where she's like <laughs> like she's going into this really beautiful thing where she's hitting crazy high notes and like and then just dragging them out and then it'll go even low and it's just like no she can't hit that shit anymore even if she could ever so they're just, I, they're just playing a track I, I read someone really on Reddit funny. who seemed to do this stuff. He was like a producer professionally or something. Like He really seemed like he knew what he was doing. And uh, he's like, Mariah Carey did not have a good situation here. Like, they screwed it up. Or her She couldn't hear herself in her monitor. And he's like, there's a reason deaf people don't talk very well because they can't regulate themselves. When you're performing in a live audience and it's so loud, you can't hear yourself, you're going to sound god-awful. They're like, she had two options. She could have either not sang, which is what she did, she could have sang and everyone would be ripping on how she can't sing anymore he's like the only embarrassing thing about this for mariah is that she had help with the high notes that, that was false the- no way because okay. because if you look at it like once it gets working once the whole system starts working and her monitor is working she's just like eh. 
It's very I was trying much, to be a good yeah. sport. Like, it's like start working. It. Like, yeah, like, like they get it all going like for the second song, and, and she oh. just she just she sings a little, and then she's like got the mic by her leg. She's just like, this is this is done. So she she feels like feels like somebody was fucking with her. But you're absolutely right about having the monitor not working. Like it is so weird to like talk into a mic and not hear yourself at all and mm-hmm. just be like separated from that. It's it's almost like another level of uh, mental gymnastics you have to do to like keep your voice going. It, it, you need to hear yourself talking to yeah. keep your timing and, and your verbiage correct without having to think about it like it's a thing. Yeah. Like, like to, be, to be able to talk without thinking, uh, you need to be able to hear it. I've had that on this show at times, right? And, and you think I can hear myself because I'm in a quiet room, but when you put the headset on, it's just dulled down. And, and just like Kyle said, like, if you can't hear your own voice, it, it makes it tough. That's of course, why I everybody always thinks- only do one headset. Like of course, I everybody have this been, or one yeah, and one off because it just bothers me to not be able to hear myself. Then everybody posted clips of Adele's uh, audio quitting working and Lady Gaga's audio when it would quit working, and they're both like, "Oh, now y'all get a real show, you know?" They they fucking then then you just get them like they'll uh, in Adele's case, she led the whole crowd in a chorus, just still like screaming her heart out, singing the song because she was actually singing the she's song the whole so time. So good. Yeah, she's incredible. Like, yeah. I, I, Lady Gaga's great too. She yeah. Oh, Lady Gaga. Is she, maybe she is. I don't know. I, I am, oh, and yeah. I'm I'm not able to judge people very well. But every so often, like a popular singer comes along, and you're like, whoa! Like not only is this person popular, but they're super good. Because like there are there's tons of Backstreet Boys, and I, I don't even know who's popular. Justin Bieber, right? He's super popular. And I'm not saying the guy's not talented. He totally is. But he doesn't like he's. To be the number one guy, he's not the number one talent. Um, Christina Aguilera could sing like crazy. And um, the Titanic chick, I can't remember her name right now. Celine she, Dion. Celine Dion could sing really well. And right now, oh, interesting. Kyle says so-so. I, I hear Adele, and I'm like, this is like, she is so good at singing. This is, you know. It's a very rich voice. That's the thing to me. It's, it's, she seems uh, like she'd sing in church. Very passionate. Uh, it's, it's very good. It's deep. It's, it, um, Lady Gaga's great, too. If you, if you ever look at Lady okay. Gaga singing a cappella or, uh, or, or while she's playing her piano in like, some small thing, it's, it's excellent. She's, she's got incredible vocals. That's cool. She's, yeah, because I know of her from like Poker Face and stuff like that, which doesn't yeah. really... Oh, when she sings Poker Face a cappella, it's great. You know, there's none of that tech music in there. There's no... like. Um, there's no altering her voice or anything. It's really pure. It's really clean. Oh. And, and, you know, she plays the piano, uh, you know, acoustic and everything. It's, uh, I've, I've heard a bunch of her performances because she went on Stern and played like a whole album one time, just a microphone and a piano. Hmm. We should tell Chiz to book her. <laughs> yeah, get right on that. I'm sure she's yeah. true. Oh, yeah. you know the, um, the music teacher I paid $80 to come and perform on painkiller already do you guys remember that i, I very well yes it was like a silent raffle or something and he was supposed to write a song and i was like you know what i'll do that i think that'll be fun he um he got let go from the school and i think that i, I just didn't we didn't strike when the iron was hot enough i guess um bummer oh but, well yeah he uh, i guess he was going through well i i know he was going through a divorce and then he just wasn't the best version of himself and the school let him go i guess he wasn't tenured hmm. it's sad when that happens like i don't know it's like i've seen companies carry people and not carry people when they're just it's like yeah this guy's gonna suck at work for four months you know we're okay with that 
he'll need to step it up after things smooth over. But somehow when you're like teaching kids, like it's not okay to, to suffer yeah. through that. I don't know. Tough break. Yeah, I mm-hmm. guess not. Yeah. But the kids first. Children first, Kyle. Yeah. Children always first. Is <sighs> so, that a show? I was just thinking that. Okay. Painkiller Pink Nearly, episode 125. That's a wrap. See ya.